With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Talk with Alex Okurji, and uh, yes, you're listening to Alex Okurji, the Queen of Expression, and I'm coming to you live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. <laughs> okay, so I love it every time I do this. You know, it's just always something about it. I have to say, you know, from Africa, with it, with it. But hey, welcome! It's Friday, wherever you're listening from around the world. Now, this is the hub for real, authentic conversation like never before. And yes, on the Naked Talk, we say expression is a sign of strength and not weakness. And yes, we do not apologize for, you know, we don't apologize for experiences. We don't apologize for, you know, for the things that we've, you know, the, the way we feel or, you know, the, you know, the things that we think and our thoughts and our opinions, you know, we keep it real here. And, you know, being naked really is about celebrating freedom, you know, gifting ourselves the freedom to be able to live life on our own terms. And so I welcome you to today's show, and I'm very excited to be here. And yes, you know, we've been trying to do this forever. You know, I know I do have my special guest right here. He's already, you know, in the virtual studio, and I'm pretty, pretty, pretty excited about today's conversation because I know that we're going to have a really illuminating conversation. But just before we get into today's conversation, let's not forget that Naked Talk is brought to you by our amazing, amazing friends at Global Royale. And Global Royale is all about, uh, you know, giving you a lifestyle. Yes. Uh, Maybe you have thought about owning your own home or flying around the world or just being able to, you know, have a you know have a place you know own your uh you know your own home well you can find out more about what Global Royal does and how they can help you achieve that goal now if you head on to their official website at www.globalroyal.biz and Global Royal is G L O B A L R O Y 
R-O-Y-A-L-E, so it's Royal with an E, dot B-I-Z. And you can find out more about the amazing portfolios and all the packages and how you can be part of the amazing opportunity that Global Royal is offering. And let's not forget our amazing friends at QTB Events. Now, QTB Events is all about the finest quality A-class, top-notch events. Yes, events and uh, uh, events production. Um, and you can find out more about them at QTAB, Q-T-A-B-Y, events.com. And um, I'm very excited about, you know, what QTAB is doing. They're doing amazing stuff around the world. And I know that they're definitely partnering with me for my next event, in, you know, in Naked Conversation with Alex Gurdjie coming up in April. And I'm truly, truly, truly excited about that. So have you gotten a copy of your, you know, our new book, my new book, I Buried My Chest? Um, we had a 24-hour facebook ton a book a ton 24-hour live broadcast. Can you imagine that? Crazy women had crazy 24 hours, 24 hours nonstop, just talking, celebrating what it takes to be bold, brave, and bossy. And, you know, it was pretty amazing. And, of course, our book became a bestseller. So thank you to my collaborator, and partner and co-author, co-lead author, Frankie Picasso in Canada. We had an amazing bookathon. Um, and yeah, so if you haven't gotten a copy of your book, make sure to go to ibairedmychest.com, ibared, B-A-R-E-D, mychest.com and find out, just, you know, find out the amazing story of 21 unstoppable women from around the world who are not only, you know, who are brave to share their bold, brave, and bossy journey to personal freedom. And I can tell you this, this book is filled with Lots of wisdom. <laughs> but it will make you laugh. It will make you cry. It will make you cringe. There's just so much stuff. So you definitely want to get a book. And let me tell you what, the men love the book. <laughs> so it's not one of those feminist books. It's really pretty, pretty interesting. We write about everything. We keep it real. No sugarcoating, no holding back. We just put it out there. You know, we put it out there. We talk about from, you know, career to love to relationships to finance can you imagine we talk about money you know to sex to spirituality to religion we talk about you know our philosophy and breakthrough and friendship and just all kinds of things you know things that conversation you have with your best friend in fact a lot of the stuff you don't tell them so we kind of like you know share them right in the book and I think it's a really, you know, it's starting to change lives. And if you haven't gotten a copy of your book, make sure to go get one right now. So today, um, and if you're just tuning in, don't forget, last time on The Naked Talk with Alex Okurja, I had the amazing Tawana, uh, Ty Warner Smith, who joined me live all the way from California, uh, former basketball player. And uh, now, um, she, you know, she's a, she's a, you know, an athlete. Um, she's now, you know, a coach and she has a, an amazing uh, business running, taking care of uh, managing, you know, sport athletes and, and, and all of them. We had a great conversation here on the show. And if you missed that conversation or you missed any other conversation with any of our amazing guests, don't forget that you can catch the Naked Talk right here on the radio channel on Block Talk Radio, or you can listen to the show on our official website at thenakedtalk.live. Yes, because we're live. Or you can catch the show on any of our other syndicated channels around the world. You can catch Naked Talk. We're syndicated on Stitcher. Don't forget, you can catch Naked Talk. We're also on iTunes. 
on Apple Podcasts. We're on TuneIn Radio. You can catch The Naked Talk on CastBox FM. We're also on Acast. We're on Pod Africa in Uganda. You can listen to The Naked Talk on the Good Radio Network in Canada. You can catch the show as well on Pod. Uh, we're, we're everywhere. I can't even keep up. Can you imagine? Player FM. <laughs> you can listen to us also on Radio Public. You can, you know, just go to our website and you can find all the channels where our show is syndicated so you can listen to the show so you never have to miss any conversation. And I'll tell you what, no conversation is ever the same, right? Because we bring amazing influences from around the world and we have real authentic conversation and everyone's experience is different, right? And everyone's, you know, the, the things that take out, the wisdom, the conversations we have um, are downright very, you know, very authentic. So you definitely don't want to miss um, any of our conversation. And if you know somebody who definitely needs to gain from the conversations who can benefit from just what we share or what my amazing guests share, then don't forget to point them. Point them right to the website and you can send them to the naked talk dot live and of course you can catch if you miss any of the live shows. So yes, you know, today on the Naked Talk we're gonna be talking about the power of values, vision and versatility with my very special guest. Now as I'll leave an example of the phrase, all things are possible. Today's guest is a two-time NCAA All-American and Olympic hopeful, brought up in humble beginnings, growing up to experience several obstacles and temptations that served as life lessons that have truly played a significant role in the guidance and transformation of what he was to become and who he is today, which he shares in his amazing book, Values, Vision, and Versatility. Now, I'm very excited to have with me, joining me live all the way from Florida in USA. Um, he's a speaker. Uh, he's an author. He's a life coach. And he's also the founder of 3B's Foundation, Corey Hicks, who's joining me live all the way from the United States. And I'm so, 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 so excited. Hi, Corey. Welcome to the Naked Talk. <laughs> Hello, and how are you doing? And thank you for uh, just invited me on your show. I'm very excited about being a part of it. So, uh, just very excited. <laughs> well, Curry, do you see the red cap? It's kind of like a red cap for you. You know, we have to lay this out for you because, come on, we've been taking like, you know, we've been wanting to do this forever. So we're like, oh, we have to pull out all the stuff. So I don't know if you see the red <laughs> cap, but there's a red cap right here. <laughs> You're joining us all the way in Africa, and so I'm so. You know, just first of all, very happy to have you here on the show. And, you know, I've been looking forward no, to having you. this conversation. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that, you know, the listeners are definitely going to take something away. So let's get a, you know, let's get a little naked right now. Um, <laughs> who would we say? I mean, for the sake of this, and here's the thing, you know, we have people listening from around the world. And many of who are okay. here in Africa, some of who may not have had the privilege, you know, to come across you and your amazing work. So who would we say, Curry Hicks? And I hope I get your name correct. I'm African, so I get a pass, right? <laughs> no, yes, that's right. You certainly get a pass, but you're saying it correct, Corey Hicks. That's right. Okay, so, you know, who would we say Curry is? I mean, how would you how would you describe yourself? I mean, how would you describe the man behind the life that you have, you know, really lived? Who would you say Curry is, you know? Hmm. Wow. Uh, if I had to define myself, certainly a nurturer, a visionary, uh, someone that sees what others don't necessarily see, uh, someone who's mm -hmm. very uh, passionate about the things that I do uh, and the people that I work with, whether it be with my family, whether it be with friends. And I really and truly, I like to give back, certainly uh, a servant. Have a, you know, I certainly have a servant's heart, 
And I like to, you know, the things that have been instilled in me, I like to pass that on. I like to uh, bless others with the knowledge and the wisdom uh, that, that, that has been given to me. So I really and truly think, uh, that's, as a matter of fact, that was the reason why uh, I wrote this book, how I was inspired to write this book, just because of the experiences and the things that I've gone through, just to be able to share with others, to motivate them and encourage them, to let them know if I can do it, so, so can they. So. Uh-huh. And I know that we're probably going to get a lot of that, but, you know, while you were saying what you were saying, you know, certain words were sticking out for me. You were saying stuff like nurture. I can definitely, you know, connect with that. And, and you know, you <laughs> you said, you know, talked about you being, um, you know, a servant leader. And, you know, who better than, you know, yes. to have somebody who obviously is, but, you know, who also will serve. And, um, you know, that while you were talking, a quote came to my head, and, you know, something, I think it's something like this. It says, if you, if you have, you give, and if you learn, you teach. And I think you're leaving both of them right. right. So, you know, yes. so you're giving all of the wisdom that <laughs> you basically have experienced, and, you know, as well teaching, you know, teaching people how to basically um, leave, um, you know, life of their, uh, you know, life on their own terms and, you know, be better. So I'm very excited, but here, let's talk a little bit about, you know, and that's where you are right now, obviously have experienced different things, come to a place where you can now give back and, and share some of those hard lessons or how to learn lessons as well as wisdom with authors. But you know quite a bit about overcoming obstacles. So let's talk a little bit about growing up. What was it like, you know, okay. what was it like growing up with Corey? Well, you know, I grew up in the inner city, and I was an at-risk mm-hmm. youth. So, you know, both parents was in the house, but there was still, you know, in my neighborhood, there was a lot of challenges. There was a lot of things around me that I could easily uh, go, you know, go have gone in the wrong direction. But uh, sports was like a savior for me. I really and truly enjoyed sports. It kept me out of trouble. But, but yet and still, I had great community individuals around me. I had the community that, you know, that raised me. I never forget I was walking down the street with my brother. And um, I had met this guy. He was a principal at the time for the first time. And, you know, he was talking to me, and he was like, son, how old are you? And I said, uh, 13 years old. He said, you are at the right age to mess up. And I'm like, wow. You know, I thought he was going to tell me something else, but it really and truly made me think. But I had so many different individuals that were around me that went into the wrong direction. They got caught into, you know, drugs, theft, stealing, all kind of things that lost their life. But it was uh, it was my subconscious. It was the things that my mother and father instilled in me. It was the things from the community, uh, people that said things that at the time didn't seem so friendly, but they was they, it was much needed. It was what I needed to hear. And those are the things that when I found myself in areas or in places that I didn't want to be, they served as a subconscious to help guide and direct me in the uh, in the right place. But I, I wouldn't change a thing because all of those things built character. Um, even, you know, being in school, I didn't understand that, you know, that I was really and truly, you know, that I could do the things that I did uh, in terms of, you know, academically, you know, because that just wasn't where my head was at. You know, my father, he worked at a foundry for 50 years, so I just automatically oh, assumed wow. that, you know, that, that I was going to do the same thing. I didn't even think about college, but it's interesting as you begin to see others do things, so do you. You know, a seed, a seed is planted. So when I saw my other friends and they began to talk about going to college and doing certain things, it made me look at myself as though, you know what, maybe that's something that I could do. But, again, um, it's, you know, a tree is a product of its nurturing environment. And 
You know, it doesn't matter what environment you are in. It's the love and the nurturing that people pour into you that really and truly help mold, shape, and direct you into, uh, the, you know, the place that you need to be. So. Wow. You know, I love having these conversations because, you know, they kind of open your mind to just, you know, the thing, you know, just the diversity and just the experiences that people have. Because when you talk about, you know, being lucky enough to have a community raise you or to have just people influence you within the community and you being, you know, you being able to be raised by the community kind of reminds me of what it feels like to live in Africa, right? But, you know, some other people, and I've had guests on my show, you know, other people who we're not lucky enough. And, you know, even though there was a lot of stuff, you know, you know, should we call them like, you know, negative stuff happening around you, you were still lucky enough to have a few Mm -hmm. good people surrounding you that were able to put out, you know, give good advice or to be able to make you caution you or, you know, kind of make you accountable to, you know, your self-esteem. But not everybody, you know, some other people do have very different um, stories about being raised where they never had anyone to kind of guide them. So I'm just really intrigued by by that. But let's talk. You said you mentioned something about your love for, for sports. You know, you were an athlete, right? Yes. So And that's something, again, that I've never really – I'm not much of a big sports fan. Like, not like I'm not much. Like, I don't know that much about – there's something Alex doesn't know. <laughs> anyway, but, um, you know, just the fact, you know, I'm intrigued by the fact that I've heard so, several people say that it kind of was a distraction for, you know, for them, or not a distraction, but it was a good way to put their energy, right, away from getting into trouble right. or doing something nutty or taking them off the streets. And, and so, you know, I'm really, again, like I said, intrigued at the fact that this was all, this is also true for you because you were um, putting your energy into that. So let's, let's talk about that for a moment because I think that, you know, you wanted to build a career as an athlete, if I'm correct, at the beginning. Yes. Is that true? Exactly right. Okay. That's right. So, so, so what happened? So what yeah, happened? So it, well, you know what is interesting? So initially I started off, um, I, I, you know, I ran track uh, and I was – I was a three-time NCAA All-American, and also I was on the Olympic hopeful team, and uh, well, we were sponsored by Nike. I trained out in San Luis Obispo, California. Uh, Brooks Johnson was my Olympic coach, and uh, he was a two-time Olympic coach at that time. So we had a, a great sports uh, sports mecca out there. So we had um, – it's kind of like an Olympic camp uh, leading up to the 96 Olympics. So everything was going wow. great. I mean, it was looking great. Uh, as a matter of fact, I had taken a job previously before before going out there. I, I was on a job teaching, and I was on a job for three weeks, and I got the phone call that he had been looking for me, that he wanted me to come out and train, that he had set up provisions. Um, along with I had someone of a sports agent that was working. Uh, she since then mm-hmm. passed away, but she was truly an angel. Her name was Mrs. Seals. And uh, she served as uh, as my agent, and she worked closely with Brooks Johnson to make sure that it, you know that I got out to California. So I was on the job for three weeks, just enough time to set up my classroom because I was a school teacher at the mm-hmm. time. And uh, when I got the call, I just I left. I took a sabbatical because this was a once in a lifetime opportunity. You never get a chance sometimes yeah. to really and truly embark upon a journey such as this. So um, so I'm out training. Everything was going great, and it was a week before uh, the Olympic trials, and it was just a tune-up meet, and I was in the best shape I could have possibly been in. He was very pleased with my performance. Again, in a tune-up meet and three steps into the 100-meter dash, I tore my quadricep muscle right off of my kneecap, and it was gone just that quick. 
Yeah, I was going that quick. I mean, oh. again, I know I would have done very well. Um, all the provisions had been set up for me to, uh, you know, to just to be one of the top mm-hmm. uh, 10 decathletes in the country. And, uh, and I was already trending. The performances and everything was, was gearing towards me being very successful. But, again, in the blink of an eye, uh, an untimely injury occurred, and it pretty much it just spoiled all of the plans. So here I was. Um, you know, at that time I didn't know that the injury was as bad as it was. So he said, don't worry about it. We're just going to continue to train. Uh, we'll get through it. It may be something minor. And probably two weeks by, went by, and it still it was no, uh, pro, you know, it was no sign that it was progressing or it was trending in the right direction. So we went up to Stanford, to Palo Alto, uh, to uh, take a look, and I had an MRI done. And the MRI, the, the end result showed that I had severed the muscle right off of the bone. So it was a complete tear. Wow. And uh, I was devastated. As a matter of fact, that leg had, you know, it was so much hemorrhaging. hemorrhaging uh, it was hemorrhaging so much that mm-hmm. it was like twice the size of, uh, of my other leg. So, uh, you know, so by Whoa. seeing that and, you know, it was like, well, I, that's when I knew it was something wrong. And then the strength wasn't there. So when they finally drained it, and they was able to take all of the uh, the old blood that was out of the leg. I mean, it was just a substantial dip, and it showed, you know, where the tear was at. So here I was. I'm in a situation, again, values, vision, versatility. You know, what do I do now? So the good thing about it is that, you know, I had an opportunity. It was a local affiliate, an NBC affiliate, that I was a sports analyst for NBC, and I had an opportunity to do the Olympic coverage, and there were a lot of Olympians that wow. were my teammates that I trained with that I had an opportunity to engage with. So I had a two-week show, so that was a good thing wow. came from it. And uh, and then the, the the rest is history in terms of just utilizing the unacceptable uh-huh. and utilizing and his motivation to really and truly put me into the place that I am today. So. Wow, wow. You know, I'm, <laughs> I have so much, you know, I'm just thinking because I can imagine like something as big as the Olympics, I probably would have seen it because I, I still remember that particular Olympic. I, I watched 96. I watched the Olympics in 96. I probably haven't seen anyone <laughs> after, but I, I did watch it. But I can't imagine what it is like to feel like, you know, you have one of those rare opportunities or, you know, that opportunity of a lifetime, right? And you're so excited and you've yes. worked for it. Because you've trained for That's it, right. you've worked with your heart in it, everyone oh, is supporting you, everyone is praying for you. So I can imagine what it feels like to feel like you can taste it and you can feel it, and then That's right. it goes away, right? It's taken away. And wow, it's taken away, right? <laughs> like that. And you don't yeah. have any control over it. You can't stop it. You can't no. do anything about it. I pretty much, you know, and I think that this is, you know, probably something that a lot of people face they deal with it could be in any it could be any way you know it could be any situation it could be whether with their jobs their careers their life their money their relationships and you know what do you do but you've written a book about you've told us how to so here's what we're going to do we're going to take a quick let's take a quick commercial break don't go anywhere um hold the thoughts we're going to be back um we're just going to take this quick break and we'll be back okay perfect You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. You're listening to the Naked Talk. It's so uncensored. She keeps it real. She keeps it straight. She tells it like it is. 
Talk with Alex Okoroji. QTAB Events, your one-stop shop for A-class events and entertainment, international artist management and promotion, logistics management, project management, and brand enhancements with affiliates across South Africa, UK, Benin Republic, Togo, Ghana, Ivory Coast, Burkina Faso, and Cameroon. Wouldn't you rather let our dynamic team treat you like the respectable clients that you are, taking away the stress from your business? Taking away the stress from your business. Okay, we're back. And if you're just tuning in, well, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Okurji. And yes, you're listening to the Queen of Expression, and I'm coming to you live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, the heart of Africa. And yes, my name is still Alex Okurji. That hasn't changed, not yet. <laughs> and yes, uh, you know, just before we went to that little commercial break, you know, I was talking to my very special guest, Corey Hicks, who's joining me live all the way from Florida in the United States. And he is, he is, um, he's an international speaker, he's an author, a life coach, and he's also the founder of 3B's Foundation. And we have been having a pretty amazing conversation. Now, if you're just tuning in, wherever you're listening from around the world, don't forget that this conversation is interactive. So, yes, you can be part of the conversation. Don't forget that you can call into the show if you want to, or you can, you know, leave a message in the chat room. Oh, okay, sorry, our in-studio chat room is not live today. But you can tweet using hashtag The Naked Talk, or you can send us an email, send us a, you know, send us a message to hello at the naked talk that live. And of course, your questions will be read right here for Curry. If you have questions for him, maybe you, you know, you want to ask him something. I know you don't want to talk to me, but you probably want to talk to Curry. So, <laughs> you know, pick up your phone and call. Now, the number to call is plus one three two three six four two one six nine three. If you're calling from outside the U.S., make sure to dial plus one. Three two three six four two one six nine three. If you're calling from the U.S., make sure to dial as a local number. Three two three six four two one six nine three. And you can, you know, you can contribute to the conversation. Maybe you have an experience, something that you probably very similar to, you know, what Curry's experienced, and or you want to share something with him, or you want to ask Coach Curry something. I think I like to call him Coach Curry. <laughs> Maybe you want to ask Coach Curry something, um, or you want to contribute, whatever it is. Don't forget that this is a conversation. It is a naked talk, and we welcome contributions, observations, we welcome opinions, you know, we're comfortable with having a real, you know, real talk. So, yes. Hi, Curry, welcome back. I am glad to be back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just before we went um, on that uh, that little, on the commercial break, we've been talking about, you know, the experience with the Olympics and just, you know, what it felt like losing everything. But, you know, you said, like you said something, you said there was, you know, there's a little, there's some, a little bit of lights, right? Because you had that, you know, you had that opportunity to kind of host a, a two-week show. And so something came out of it. Yes. And I'm sure that beyond just, you know, beyond that, there are probably lots of lessons. And like you said, you know, your character is built, right, from having That's right. to deal with challenges, and, you know, overcoming obstacles. And life is really about, you know, 
beating and overcoming obstacles. So let's let's talk about and and I know that there's so much that we you know probably have to um, you know talk about, but you know being um, and after just trying to get so dealing with the you know dealing with the um, with the accident and trying to overcome that and, you know, getting yes. you know, a shot at trying something else and something new. Let's talk about your book, Vision, Values, and Versatility, because, again, like you said, it came okay. right from that, right? Um, so what is yes. the book about? Like, you know, in detail, and I'm sure that people who are you know, wondering, okay, so what is in this book? Yeah. And tell us a little bit about the book. So basically the book talks about, you know, what it takes to be successful. And in order to be successful, you have to possess all three core foundational values, mm-hmm. Vision in order mm. to see yourself in a moment of greatness and versatility mm. to be a chameleon, being able to adapt to any and all situations. And if you take one of those V's out of the equation, you have what we call unsustainable power because a person can have values and vision, but if you're not versatile, it's going to be hard to be successful. Or you can have versatility and you can have visions, but if you don't have core values, your talents will take you places that your character can't keep you. Or you can have, uh, you know, versatility and values, but if you don't Mm. have vision, you have no direction. You have no focus. Mm. So as you can see, and the three V's is a uh, a spiritual covert for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So you Mm. have to have that. When you work within the three V's, that's an illuminating glow about you, your God-given talent, your ability. Everybody has an illuminating glow that the three V's basically uh, encompasses. So, and when you eliminate Mm. either one of those three V's, it removes your power. It removes your glow. Everybody has individuals that are assigned to their life in order to push you in your purpose. And when you operate out of the three V's, so you lose that glow. The people that's supposed to be in your life to push you where you need to go, that light is dim so they can't find you. And that's why it's important to operate in your gift, to operate in the three Vs, so as everything is aligned, those people who are assigned to you will be the people that push you into your purpose. So. <laughs> okay, so you know what just happened right now? You know, like, I just went like, wow, because I, you know, I kept thinking, I was like, okay, and this is me being really honest with you, Curry, because I was like, okay, fine. So this book is called Values, Vision, and Visitors. So I'm like, okay, I kind of think I have an idea of what they mean, and I kind of think I have an idea of how they play out right in our lives. The one that I never really yes. gave so much, like, okay, values, we all need to have values and vision. We all have a vision for the kind of, you know, you, you kind of define it, but the one that I kind of like really, should I say that, underestimated or underrated was versatility and it's so funny that you say that and and when you put it out there because I'm thinking wait a second that has played out through my life right and you talk about you being you know I play so many roles you know um and I wear so many hats and I think we all have to wear several hats to function right in different capacity whether we're functioning as a mother or as you know a boss or as a corporate leader or as a you know an entrepreneur or you know in my career as an actress or as a radio host or whatever it is and like you said I had to be versatile like even for myself when I there were time there was a time when I was dealing with you know, depression and frustration when my marriage didn't work. And, and I was, I, I, you know, I had a baby yes. and I put on a bit of weight and I couldn't book jobs as an actress for a while. And I had to find something else to do to be able to, yes. you know, put food on the table and to bring out all the other skills that I left dumbed. And so when you, now that you say it, it kind of, it's kind of clear in my head. I'm like, wait a second. I kind of underestimated this word, but this word has 
you know, this uh, quality, <laughs> should I call it, has kind of played a major role in my life. So I think it's very brilliant that you share this with us, and I think that the listeners are definitely going to be holding on to this value. So definitely, like you said, you know, your values, you know, you can have – you can have you can be versatile, right? Or you can have vision, but if you don't have That's character, right. right? You know, your character definitely affects That's right. you know, how far you're gonna go in life. So oh my god. I'm exactly. so thankful. You know, when people drop value bombs like this, I'm always like I, I get a high <laughs> from, <laughs> I get a high from this. So um oh. but you know, we're talking about talking about just, you know, putting this um what would you say is and I know that this has come from your experience because, again, you wanted you when you were thinking of the Olympics, you wanted to perform in a in a different role, right? There was a different role for yes. you to play, which is you being an athlete and you performing as, you know, um, yeah, as an athlete. And then you ended up performing in a different role, right, <laughs> during the Olympics, right. which is hosted that it. show. But you had to be versatile. You had to cross over from your original vision to. So I get that. And I, I want to hear, because I know that you, you put this book out there. You've been sharing your message with the world. And I want to, yes. I, I'm always thinking, though, like you influence, you influence a lot of people. You influence a lot of people. And so I'm curious to find out who influences the influencer. <laughs> so who would you say are some of your greatest influences? You know, I'm always curious. I'm like, okay, so. I know they influence oh, people. People goodness. are listening to them. You're speaking. You're, yes. you know, you you have a book and people read and they're learning. And I learned something, you know, like I, something just you know, clicked in my head. I got a light bulb moment listening to you. But who influences you? Well, um, for one, I had, you know, my my college professor uh, when I was in mm-hmm. school. He would always. His name is Dr. Herman Walston. He would always give me pearls of wisdom. Uh, just, mm-hmm. you know, that really and truly served as a subconscious. Uh, Pastor Youngie Cho, uh, he has a numerous amount of quotes that I really and truly love. Um, you also have Bill George. Um, he wrote this book called The True North, and it talks about preparing everything with the end in mind. He was also mm-hmm. uh, a mentor to Oprah, too, So, and he was mm-hmm. the CEO of Medtronics. So he uh, really and truly is someone who I listen to. Um, you know, my, of course, my mother, my father, um, you know, there are some ones who are very influential. I mean, I got a lot of kids, but I have, <laughs> you know, I have a lot of local individuals. I want to say community mm-hmm. leaders, just people along mm-hmm. the way who poured into me mm-hmm. uh, before I even knew or before I was even bold enough to do any reading, to look into anybody from the outside. These were people who really mm-hmm. and truly planted a seed. And I, you know, just like, you know, in education, Maria Montessori, uh, Jean Piaget, Eric Erickson, in terms of becoming your own practice model, from those mm-hmm. things, I really and truly just wanted to take time just to really dig in deep and again, as I've done a lot of readings and with some of the people that I've mentioned, you know, the TDJ, mm-hmm. just kind of hearing some of the things that mm-hmm. uh, he, you know, he, he talks about and he speaks about. Uh, even Eric Thomas, sure. you know, that motivational speaker, Eric Thomas, he's very powerful. Mm-hmm. These are a lot of people who have connected, you know, connected with my spirit. And uh, and I listen from the time to time and let them download, but yet and still creating my own pathway. You know, when we talk about, you know, being bold, you know, sometimes, you know, being bold, uh, paving your own way, you know, it's tough, but yet and still there's mm-hmm. some pieces of inspiration from individuals that really and truly pour into you to make you into the person that you are to become. So, Amazing. Oh, wow. You know, I, I'd really like to hear, you know, just, you know, because the truth is we are, 
we, you know, we're a product of also the, you know, the people who influence us, who are the people we have in our lives, who do we surround ourselves with. And when I say that, they're not necessarily physically, but who do we surround ourselves with in our head, right? In our mind. And, That's right. You know, the things that we pay attention to. And those, you know, they're part of the, that and our experiences kind of make up who we kind of end up being. So it's always, you know, just, it's always intriguing for me to find out, you know, who influences the influences. So, but, you know, talking about, you mentioned <laughs> something about quotes. And I was going to ask if you could think of any favorite quotes, right, that somehow something, you know, series of words, things that have carried you, a quote that has pretty much carried you along the way, you know, something that you take with you, you hold on with you everywhere you go, you remind yourself, you know, on days when you feel low or days when you need motivation or something. Well, that's one come to mind, uh, Pastor Youngie Cho. He says, the man doesn't make the vision, the vision makes the man. And uh, that Amen. says a lot, you know, because it, it does. You know, it, the man doesn't make the vision, the vision makes makes the man. So you have to have a vision, and you have to make it plain, and you have to mm-hmm. speak those things into existence. I tell a lot of people, I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I've coached, I've worked with a lot of pro athletes, NBA, uh, WWE wrestling, NFL, but I tell people you have to speak it into fruition. If you don't believe it, how can God bless you with something that you don't even have conviction to believe yourself? So uh, all my life, everything that has transpired and happened in my life, I began to speak it into existence. You know, I would mm-hmm. meditate on it. I would write it down. You know, when I say really and truly, I willed it into existence. And then not just that faith without works is dead. So you have to do things to strategically align yourself and put yourself in position. So when it happens, you are ready to receive it. But, again, you have to have a vision and you have to be convicted about that vision to to bring it to you, you know, so it will come into fruition. So. I agree. I agree. So you know what, Kerr, we're going to do something quickly. I'm going to take, we're going to take another quick break. And I feel like we need yes. some, you know, some energy here. You know, we need some energy here in the, you know, on the show. So <laughs> I'm going to take a quick, a quick musical break. And this is Fear of Landing okay. by Peter Kelly. And for those who are listening, Peter Kelly yes. was a former guest on this show. He's been a guest twice on this show. Uh, so this is Fear of Landing and we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Crazy in your eyes Red paces Your night was better than mine I think a little change might do you well But you won't buy what I try to sell So Black souls leave 
footprints from hell right behind you You gotta drown it out again You're right back in the devil's den So guest Peter Kelly and Peter Kelly has been a guest on this show I think he was a guest on the show in 2005 and I think he was also part of our um, our first anniversary special I remember that one where we had the 16 guests on the show yeah so yes that's Peter Kelly all the way from New York here of Landon and if you're just joining us wherever you're listening from around the world you're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okurji and yes I'm coming to you live all the way from Lagos Nigeria in the heart of West Africa, yay! <laughs> and I've been having such an amazing, 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 powerful conversation with my very special guest, Curry Hicks. He is an international speaker. He is an author. He is a coach, a life coach. Um, he is, oh my God, he's a corporate leader, and he's also the founder of Three Bs foundation and he's been dropping it like it's hot he's been sharing bomb bombs bomb bombs value bombs <laughs> i was about to say he was, he's been sharing value bishop bombs. like he's been sharing 3v bombs like he's been sharing value bombs right here on the show and uh yeah so don't forget if you want to be part of this conversation i've been receiving messages from you guys on whatsapp you guys are saying you're listening to the show and you're feeling inspired well thank you now don't forget if you want to uh, be part of this conversation. If you've got a question for Corey, please send in your questions or call into the show. Or you can use your live Skype button. Why did I say that? So there's a live Skype button right on top of your player, and you can call in for free. If you don't want to spend your airtime, <laughs> you can be part of this conversation. There's so many ways you can join us right here, and you can also tweet using hashtag the Naked Talk. 
And, of course, your contributions were read right here on the show. Welcome back, Curry. I am glad to be back. This is uh, <laughs> I'm really enjoying myself. <laughs> Okay, well, I, you know, I'm glad you're enjoying yourself because I'm like, oh, don't tell me this African is boring your old way. But you know what? Just before no, we went on that little <laughs> that little musical break, um, we've been talking about just um, you, you know, we've been saying so much about just, um, you know, we talked about the book, but then I remember you saying something about you know working with high perf, you know, you've been talking, yeah, you've been coaching, you know, coaching high performing professionals. Yes. And, you know, just how, you know, you've been, you know, sharing with them how important it is to have those three V's. I like to call them those three V's. <laughs> the three V's, right? And so let's talk a little <laughs> bit right. about, as a coach, you know, as a coach, what is it, what do you love the most about coaching? Uh, just the fact of taking someone, um, you know, who may start off with probably, and a lot of it is confidence. You know, a lot of it is, mm-hmm. you know, never, not not never, but not really believing into their uh, to their true potential. So taking someone who was a middle of the road athlete and making them into a phenomenally mm-hmm. great athlete. You know, I've had an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I've coached probably over. Thir- I've had thirty three high school All Americans. Again, I've had wow. the opportunity to work with individuals that started off as professional and uh, well as professional NFL players. So one guy in particular, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I call him my younger brother, but he was um, he was with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I think he was in training camp maybe for two weeks and towards ACL injury. I mean, towards ACL. Uh-huh. So uh, he can, and that's that's how him and I connected. So uh, I brought him back. You know, we really and truly a lot of it was mental training. A lot of it was really and truly mm-hmm. working with him specifically to uh, to get him back and. He was a, he was a guy right around six six two seventy five, and when we finished, he ended up running a four seven in the forty yard dash. So he went from running maybe like a five wow. just because of the injury to running like a four mm-hmm. seven, which was awesome. And he went on to do good things. As a matter of fact, he did some things with some arena league teams, a couple of NFL teams, but ultimately he ended up being one of the top WWE wrestlers. Uh, and and he's doing he he won the uh, inter, uh, he won the Celebrity Father of the Year award. Uh, it's Titus O'Neil. He is just he's awesome. That's that's one of the guys I really and truly he's like a younger brother to me. Um, you know him and I spent a lot of time working together. But uh, just like that, you know I I don't look at it. It's kind of like an assignment. You know when people come to me, it's amazing just to be able to see whether it be high school, whether it be collegiate athletes, just to see them. Uh, their growth, you know, to see where they start from and just to see the potential, just to see them take it to the next level. So that's what I really and truly enjoy about it. So, Wow. And, you know, it must make you feel like you're like a proud papa. Because, right, like when as a coach, the, you know, you're looking for yes. results, right? And so when you see when, right. when the people that you work with, when they win, it's like you win, right? There's just something that's so good about that's being right. able to take them to where, you know, to be able to take them where they want to go, right? And, and that must feel so good. That's Besides, right. You know, I just wanted to know. But let's talk about, you've talked about what, if, you know, what the things that you love about coaching um, high professionals or high, you know, yeah. What what don't you like about it? Let, let's just say, what, is, what don't you like about coaching? Is there something you don't like? Is there something that you experience um, that you don't like? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Everybody comes in. You know, sometimes everybody has a little ego when initially mm-hmm. when they come in. 
But the thing mm-hmm. about it is you really and truly have to teach them how to tame the ego. You know, everybody has, you know, everybody thinks that they're the best athlete in the world. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you can have individuals that are very egotistical. <laughs> so if I had to name mm-hmm. one thing about, you know, what I didn't like, that probably would be uh, be the, the, the main thing. But your ego has to be bigger than theirs in order to gain respect. So yeah. uh, that's one of the things that I've been able to do, you know, and do well meet them currently despite where they were at, but to meet them current, you know, right where they were at so Mm -hmm. that there will be a Mm -hmm. mutual respect. And from the mutual respect, Mm -hmm. we can just, you know, we can move forward from there. But that I want to say probably sometimes is one of the most challenging things because individuals are used to doing things their way, but when you have to break them from learned behaviors, that can be certainly challenging. So. Mm. Amazing, amazing. So, you know, I was just, you know, one of those, like, let me just ask you, this is so random. This is just so random. (laughs) But let me just ask you, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you, how weird are you? Or how tough Mm. are you? Let me ask you this. As a coach, how tough are you on the scale of 1 to 10? I'm very tough. I want to say very tough because (laughs) it's more mental, it's more mental training than anything. And I think that is a challenge. You know, I tell them, you you know, I don't choose you, you choose me. So when you choose me, mm-hmm. you have to accept all of the governing rules and regulations there is to be mm-hmm. a part of what I'm doing. And I don't change my strategy or my plan for anybody because my strategy has been mm-hmm. working. thing that they have to do is it's called adapting. And if you choose to be a part of this, I guarantee you I'm going to take you to the next level, whether it be uh, you know, from a sports point of view, mm-hmm. whether it be professionally, I will take you to the next level. But at any given time, if you feel that this is not a great fit for you, come and shake my hand like a man and say, hey, coach, I, I appreciate the experience, but uh, this is not for me. And I will respect you for that. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is I'm not going to change, you know, what God has put into my heart and how I push. Now, I'm not going to say that I'm a, a mad scientist or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I will say that I am the unconventional. I am the Jean Piaget. I am the Maria Montessori of what I do. <laughs> <laughs> and and that I definitely will push you to the edge, but, you know, but the, but the rewards are grand. And when you look back on it, you'll say I wouldn't change a thing. And uh, that's the mm-hmm. best thing, just to see the transformation the mental transformation, the physical, the spiritual transformation that everybody makes, you know, from being a part of my process. You know, I'm glad that we have this, you know, we we talk about this, and as funny as they sound, I know that somebody's listening that would definitely be picking something because, you know, when you deal with people who you obviously have expectations and what results, but how far are you willing to go? What Are you willing to, you know, are you willing to play by the rules or do you want the rules to be, adjusted for you right and that happens a lot of the time right. so it's great you know it's great to meet you know coaches and mentors and people who are saying hey this is you know this is how it works and if you can't roll like this sorry just keep moving because at the end of the day right. you know the, yes they want their results but there's also your name is on the line as well your work is on the line but then there's also the purpose that you've been called for if you adjust right. and you make a shift then who's going to win and they lose you lose so um in a sense, I get it, and I think that sometimes, you know, people, you know, a lot of the times when people say they want something, the question is how much do you want it? You know, how much or how far are you willing to go yeah. for it? And it's great to be able to have 
amazing coaches like you in the world who are saying, hey, well, I'm ready for you if you're ready to come with me, but you have to come with me. Like, you know, I'm not going to have to change anything just for you because this isn't about you, right? So, this, um, you know what? You know, I was going to say you're exactly right. What I tell people, you can't be both pitiful and powerful in the same body. You have to choose one. You know, if, you, if you're going to be pitiful, remain pitiful. But if you're going to be powerful, let's be powerful in every aspect. You know, you can't just be powerful in certain aspects and pick and choose. You have to be powerful in all aspects because part of becoming powerful is a reflection of life. And the, the whole purpose of training a person to be powerful mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, so that you can deal with every aspect of life that it gives you. And it will, it's going to give you a lot of different looks. You know, just when you think that you've seen it all, there's another level. Mm-hmm. And just when you think that you've sure. accomplished it you know, all, there's another level to go. So it's like, I'm, you know, I'm perfect. Everything is great. No, that's another level. And part of going to mm-hmm. each level is your growth. And the things that you go through at times, sometimes that stuff is not even for you. It's for somebody else. You know, but just God just so happened to give it to you because he knew that you could handle it, and he knew you was going to be transparent enough that when you go through it, you were able to share with others that potentially may be going through the same thing just to give them hope and inspire them to let them know if I did it, so can you. So you're taking me to church. I'm saying amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> you, you, know when somebody, you know when somebody's so good, you're like, amen, and I'm like, whoa, he's taking me to church. <laughs> but, it, but it's so true. It, you know, it's so true that you say that because, yes, you know, sometimes you experience things, and they're not necessarily for you, but like you said, you know, God knows that's that right. you're definitely going to be transparent to share that because that's when, you know, you actually release the message for whoever it is meant for to be able to catch it and, and sort of move on. So while we're talking about all of this, all I was thinking in my head is, you know, I was wondering, I was like, okay, so um, what would what would you say is one thing, is the one thing and that you probably discovered about yourself, that you have discovered about yourself through all of this process, something that you probably never knew, mm. you know, something that, you know, something about yourself that you just discovered about yourself as a man, you know, you're dealing with the yeah. things that you've dealt with, overcoming the challenges you've overcome, yeah. meeting, working with people and, you know, conquering whatever you're conquering and still, you know, just what is it, you know, that one thing that you probably right. didn't realize about yourself? Um, wow, well, just... First of all, you know, the ability for me just to be humble, you know, certain Mm -hmm. experiences in life will will humble you. Certain experiences Mm -hmm. in life will serve as it's just like when you're flying on an airplane and there's a lot of traffic Mm -hmm. and it's congested and the airplane can't necessarily land. So in life sometimes, Mm -hmm. that's how our life may be, you know, where, Mm -hmm. you know, it seems like we're stagnant, you know, and it's like, wow, Mm -hmm. I'm in a holding point. So what Mm -hmm. I've realized and come to realize that that stagnant point is necessary sometimes for us to reflect, to make sure that we Mm -hmm. gain understanding of what it is that, you know, I guess God is trying to show us. So in in me and going through this stagnant period in my life that I went through, because I too, I went through a divorce and, you know, that divorce, you know, was tough. But when you go through those things, it really and truly, it shows you how you can persevere. You know, the things that you thought that you couldn't necessarily go through, it's like, wow, you know. But yet and still, it shows you how sometimes things are a blessing, how things happen for a reason. And we pray and say, wow, why did these things happen? But the clarity and understanding Mm -hmm. from having that quote-unquote time out, from seeing myself Mm -hmm. for what I, you know, 
you know, sometimes you have to really take a good look at yourself and, and see, okay, what is it about me? What are some of the things that I need to change? Mm-hmm. You know, is it, you know, mm-hmm. what is the humbling period about me? But yet still, what is the deeper message, you know, that I need to do? Because sometimes in life we go through, you know, we're being pulled in so many different angles that we never take time out to really reflect on what's most important. Mm-hmm. And in having that understanding of what's most important, that's when you truly find yourself that's, you know, but that's a perseverance. I tell you, I, this is what I say. There are three three phases in life. You're justified, certified, and you're elevated. Going through the justification period is hardship. That's when everything <laughs> seems like it's not working right. It's like, oh, my goodness, I can't take any more. But the certification period, that's when you pass, pass the test. That's kind of like studying mm. for a test, and it's tough. But when you pass a test and get the passing grade and you say, wow, it was well worth it, then the elevation period is being promoted to the next phase in life, you know, where you're no longer in that stagnant point that whatever it was that you was praying for, all of a sudden the doors have been opened. And whether it be a job, whether it be in a relationship, you finding that right person, the elevation is you getting what you've been praying for and everything has been answered. So. Okay, I'm in class and I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> Who's taking notes with me? Tweet that. If you're listening, tweet that right now, Coach Corey. Justification. I'm serious. I was taking notes. And, you know, it's funny. I I mean, you have I, – I see, I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say next. <laughs> you know what we're going to do, Coach Corey? Just hold those thoughts. We're coming yes. back for those amazing things. Okay. We're coming back. Let's take – Quick, 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 another quick musical break, and we'll be back. Now, this right. is Is It Okay by Danielle Taylor, and she was a guest on this show last year, I think. Yes, and we'll be back. Enjoy. It's one of those days when it's hot, but it rains at the same time. One of those days, I pretend that I am, but I'm not fine. It's one of those days, I couldn't get up if I wanted to. It's all of this weight on me. It's one of those days, I look in the mirror, I don't know myself. One of those days, I just want to disappear. It's one of those days when I want to give up, give in to impossible. I tried to be the hero, but I ended up a fool. Is it okay if I fall apart? Okay, if I don't bounce back. I'll be okay, I just need a minute. To be by myself It's one of those days I swear I'm gonna lose it It's one of those days I just wanna cry It's one of those days I miss my mom I miss my dad Looking back on everything I ever had Is it okay if I fall apart? Okay if I don't bounce back I'll be 
be by myself Sometimes it feels She was a guest on the show last year, and I had an amazing, amazing conversation with singer-songwriter Daniel Taylor, and that's such a beautiful song, right? <laughs> right. So, well, wherever you're listening from around the world, if you're just joining us, this is Still the Naked Talk with Alex Akurji. And, yes, it's all about real, authentic conversations like never before. And, yes, we keep it real. We're not ashamed to, you know, express ourselves because expression is a sign of strength and not weakness. And this is a hub for real, authentic conversation. Now, don't forget that you can still be part of this conversation. I know we don't have so much time left, but you can still be part of this conversation if you want to call in. The number to call is right there on top of your player. Um, or if you're listening, I don't know wherever you're listening from around the world, well, you can call 323-642-1693. 323-642-1693. Make sure to add plus one. And please don't forget to use your hand raising effect. Press one. If you don't press one, then i then we can't tell that you want to speak. We just think you're listening. So uh, don't forget you have to press one so we know that you want to say something and definitely we can connect uh, you into the show. Well, you can use your live Skype button. There's a live Skype button on top of your player. If you just connect, click on it, and it will, you know, call right into the show. Or, of course, you can tweet using hashtag the Naked Talk and, you know, share your contributions or send us a message on WhatsApp. I know that we've gotten – I know we have about – Okay, we have one question on. We have one question here, and okay, we'll probably share that with Coach Corey. Ah, so um, welcome back, Corey. Yes. 
Well, again, I am, we're, we're having a ball. I'm certainly enjoying myself <laughs> on this show. This <laughs> this has been great. Well, certainly. thank God. I'm, I'm excited that you're here. And you know what the <laughs> truth is, that I've been having, like, I feel like, I have so many notes, <laughs> like, you know, but just a whole way on that, you know, on that, uh, I'm telling you, like, I was just saying, amen, like, he's talking, I'm like, don't say it out, don't say it out, don't say it out, like, I'm like, amen, amen, like, he's taking me to church, <laughs> but, you know, it, it, there's nothing like having the conversation that gives you light bulbs in your head, right, and I think that that's one yes. of the reasons I love to do the show is that, we don't know everything, right? And we can't we can't live long enough to experience right. everything ourselves. And so, you know, it's great to have people who who can share their own experience and share their own wisdom and impact us with that. And and then we can take that and and go and win in the world. So I know that there are definitely people who are blessed if they've listened to the show and they're listening to the show because I'm getting lots of messages. And um, or you know, there are people and those who will still get to listen to catch up on the archive show definitely will be impacted because you shared so much. I'm impacted. And when you were saying, when when you were saying, you know, when you were, you know, oh my God, you were counting justification. Such because I was like, oh my God, I was like, oh my goodness, I have to take because I'm gonna come back and listen because I now have to come in as a listener and just take a chill and just listen. But let me ask you this and. Um, this question came in. This question came in. Um, this is from okay. Moses. <clears throat> okay, so this is from Moses. Moses says, um, he, he says, well done, Alex. I, I love you and your you and your guests are having such a great conversation. Um, I would love to ask, what motivates what motivates you to get out of bed in the morning? Hmm. Okay, let me see. Let me read wow. that again. What motivates you to get out of bed in the morning? Okay, so Curry, over to you. <laughs> uh, so you know what? Ooh, okay. I'm such. A, I'm a person that's always, I guess, uh, I, I guess you can call it a driven person, and my fear to fail. Mm-hmm. My fear to fail is mm. what wakes me up every day. You know, the fact that I have accountability. You know, for my son, for my daughter, and the fact that uh, people that I am assigned to. You know, I have a purpose. You know, it's when you find your why, you know, what is the thing, you know, what is your purpose? What is the thing that defines mm-hmm. who you are? You know, the fact mm-hmm. to, to inspire, to motivate, to share with people mm-hmm. the good, the bad, and the indifferent, mm-hmm. uh, that's what mm-hmm. wakes me up every day. You know, that is my why. Mm-hmm. That is my passion and my purpose. And definitely uh, just to, you know, and, and fear and failure is not a bad thing because the only way you know how to win, you have to fail. Sometimes you have to lose Fair in enough. order to appreciate winning so but the fact of it is you know just the fear to fail you know that you know that is one of my passions it's like wow you know I have to get it right and uh, again you know the accountability piece and you know what I know my mission and my purpose and my calling is those are the things that make me get up and I don't look at it as work I look at it as something that even if I work 13 hours at a project if it was something that I enjoy Mm -hmm. doing it's not work to me so Wow. Okay, so Moses, I hope your question was answered. Uh, but let me ask you this. I want to ask you this, though, you know, and, you know, thinking about okay. this. Uh, what would you, let's say, one thing, right, one thing uh, or something, okay. something that you wish that you probably knew 15 years ago, something you think probably would have changed mm. your life if you knew this, like, 15 years ago? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm trying to see. Uh, that's a lot. I mean, a lot of it is just um, just positioning, you know. Or mm-hmm. now, let me just say this: this keyword, and I love this, uh, social consciousness. 
Social consciousness mm. is key. And when we say that, a lot of people don't understand that. But having an understanding and of your environment, of your surroundings, of the things that you do mm. uh, to safeguard mm. your character uh, to me, mm. and, you know, and it's not to say that I was out doing anything crazy or anything like that, but mm. a lot of the things that, you know, it may be speaking out of turn. It may be being, mm-hmm. you know, saying things that you shouldn't say, being seen as obnoxious mm-hmm. or being seen mm-hmm. as arrogant. But social consciousness mm-hmm. in any setting is very important. And I think the sooner you learn that, you know, the more things that are meant for you to have, you know, no one mm-hmm. cannot find a reason not to give it to you when you understand, Mm -hmm. you know, social consciousness. And, again, EQ, emotional intelligence, too, uh, Mm. is key. I think, you know, just understanding individuals, you know, having both Mm. empathy and sympathy in situations, too, Mm. I think that's very important Mm. because most leaders, when CEOs look for leaders, they don't look for people with IQ. They look for people with EQ, emotional intelligence, because emotional intelligence, you know, when you have that, you are able to, you know, to be sympathetic to individuals. People follow you with EQ, not with IQ, because IQ is like, hey, mm-hmm. I don't understand why everyone else don't, you know, doesn't get it. But mm-hmm. with EQ, I understand and I empathize. So we're going to find a way to blend it and we're going to find a way to make it work. So the, probably those two, if I really and truly know back then what I know now, oh, my goodness, uh, I would be that much more powerful. <laughs> so, but uh, I think those are two things. <laughs> But it's never too late to learn the lessons, right? But, you know, it's amazing that you yes, say that because right. it, it is so true. And I I think, you know, I can I, I connect with it and I understand that. I mean, EQ is, you know, emotional intelligence is very important. Like we're like, you know, and, and, and when you talk about social consciousness, that is so true, right? And it doesn't – and it's funny yes. because when I talk, for example, I – really talk about being naked and <laughs> I talk about being naked <laughs> and and as you know as revealing or as honest or as transparent or as authentic or as truthful or as you know however you you want to break down the word um That's I still right. very you know you still want to make sure that you're aware you know for me it is it actually is a conscious way of being aware of you know my environment and stepping into you know in a, in a consciousness right but then people expect you right. to behave in a particular kind of way but i'm still aware and i'm still polite and i'm still you know like i'm still you know i'm not obnoxious i'm not saying keeping it real means right. you have to be rude you know because you're you know a lot of times people hide behind keeping it real and being honest that they have to be brutal and they have to be, you know, That's right. like you said, not empath- you know, some just obnoxious and just really mean, downright mean. And you say you call That's it right. being truthful or being honest, but then you're not being, you're just being, you know, um, mean. So, you, you, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, sometimes it's not just, you know, that people think that, and when we talk about being radical, but we don't mean being radical in a way that it's offensive to somebody else, right? Or that it's, you know, that he hurts That's someone right. else, but that. You know, so I love that you say that because I think, like you said, people really need to understand what that means is that you still, you know, even when I talk about freedom and I say, talk about personal freedom, I remember having a conversation with someone and we're like, oh, you can't be totally free. And I'm like, hang on a second. We're not saying being free means you should just behave anyhow you want and you should do whatever you like. It still means that just means that you have the right to govern your own actions. You still have to. It's just saying rather than taking giving somebody else the responsibility you should govern your own actions and that you should be accountable right. to yourself 
That's what it is. It's not saying, oh, don't mm-hmm. be accountable. Freedom is not saying don't be accountable. It's to say, you know, you still have to be accountable, but be accountable. Don't dump the responsibility on someone or don't let somebody else take responsibility for that, you know, and you, you know, you have the right to do that. So I love that you talk about social, you know, being socially conscious and how that, you know, could definitely have, you know, made an impact. And, and I think that people will learn from this conversation. There are definitely people who are like checking themselves right now, like, okay, Coach Curry said that. Coach Coach Curry said this. Um, <laughs> Coach, you know, Coach Curry said that. And, Coach, and by the way, you're always jumping very powerful quotes. I see them on Instagram. Sometimes I'm like a ghost. I pop in and I pop out, but I see them. <laughs> so um, you're always inspiring and motivating us to to definitely be better. So let me ask you this, though, close to okay. you. If we were to, you know, if we were to talk to somebody very close to you. Um, mm-hmm. What would the closest person in your life say if I asked them, what is the one characteristic that they totally love about you? Or mm. the one that drives them insane about you? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, uh, you know, my sister, my sister, her and I are very close. So the thing about it is, you know, she just, um, I'm trying to see one of the things, I mean, that I'm passionate. She knows that I'm passionate, and um, I'm going to speak my mind, but I'm going to speak my mind in a mannerable way. I'm going to always do it, you know, again, I practice social uh-huh. consciousness, but, you know, you know, individuals around me know that if you want to know the truth, you know, if you ask me, I'm going to tell you the truth, but I'm going to do it in a loving way, but I'm going to do it in a way that's going to push you and inspire you uh-huh. uh, into uh-huh. the, the next direction. So people will say, hey, you know, Corey will always be truthful with you. Uh, but yet still, mm-hmm. he's going to tell you what you need to hear. So, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, love. <laughs> oh, that's he'll, right. He'll exactly. We, and, you know, <laughs> that's right. You know, and, and that's what I think. I think you know, it's always great. You always have to do it out of love. But you know, one one of the things about me, I'm always going to inspire you, regardless. And then I'm very intuitive too, because despite mm-hmm. you know, my sister, her and I, we talk all the time. So. Uh, despite the things that are taking place, sometimes I can feel, you know, something that may transpire take place. But I'm, you know, I have a lot of intuition. But I'm gonna always, and I talk in analogies too. But I talk I, because, you know, there's three ways to communicate: visual, kinesthetic, and auditory. And I try to hit on all three uh, when I communicate with different mm-hmm. individuals because sometimes you may know something is going on, but sometimes you have to give a visual, you know, just to have people where they feel comfortable enough to talk to you about certain things. So I'm a storyteller when I talk. And if I feel that you don't necessarily want to open up, then I always try to put it in a way that's going to make you feel comfortable to discuss things. So, Okay. So, you know, for the listeners who are listening and for those who, you know, want to get a copy of, you know, Value, Vision, and uh, um Sorry, get a copy of your book, Values, Vision, and Versatility. Where can I get a copy of the book? So you can go to valuesvisionversatility.com. You can go to my website okay. and they can purchase a book from there. The book is also available on Amazon, uh, Barnes mm-hmm. & Nobles, so you can buy it from there. Again, but those are three, you know, three methods that, again, you know, if they Google it. But Amazon or just go to my website, Values, Vision, Versatility. And um, it'll talk a little bit about myself, my bio. I have some of the video clips of me talking, motivational videos. Mm-hmm. And, again, and they can purchase the book. So. 
Oh, they can just click on your name on the show notes. Let's make it easy for them. Just click on his name, and then, of course, it will take you directly That's to right. the website. <laughs> so exactly. once you click on his That's name, right. it will exactly take you right, right <laughs> straight to his website, and then you can get the book. So we're making it easy for you, right? Um, but, you know, That's it's been right. such a great conversation having you. You know, it's been a great time having you. Time flies really fast. Like, we've been talking for quite a while. Yes, right? And we have a few minutes before we I know That's wrap right. this. Um, but, you know, let's say this, you know, you're sitting here, if you, or if we, let's say, because I would love to bring you back again on the show for sure, because I know that there's still so much that we can talk about and there's so much more that's going to happen. But let's say we're sitting here, you know, a year from yeah. now celebrating what a great 12 mm-hmm. months it's been for you. What would you have achieved with, you know, some of the clients and the people that you coach and what would it be the thing that you probably would have achieved this year? I'm just, you know, just curious. Wow. Um, I, I just really, you know, I, I love the speaking engagements. I love going mm-hmm. different places and speaking, you know, and, and, and reaching out. Um, every day is something different. But I want to say just the, the, the individuals that I have impacted throughout the year. That probably mm-hmm. would be one mm-hmm. of the biggest things, whether it be through, you know, through the venues, whether it been through one-on-one <laughs> coaches, but just to celebrate the success and the growth mm-hmm. of the individuals that I've had an opportunity to work with and their accomplishments. You know, I really and truly take pride and joy when I work with individuals and I see their growth and I see them take things to the next level. When I see them go through the three phases and they reach the, the certification period and they're able to talk about the story about where they started from to where they currently are, uh, that's what warms my heart. So that's what I will be celebrating. And by doing so, and by pouring in others and by working into my gift, that's when other doors and things will open for me. So uh, my uh-huh. success is when others around me are successful. Uh-uh. Amen to that. So are you currently working on you know, any other thing? Is this something that, you know, the listeners can, you know, you know, support you. Maybe there's something happening that we can attend. You know, one of your, I would, I would absolutely <laughs> love to be, I would really, I'm being serious. I would love to be in a crowd listening to you speak. And that's, I, I do realize it, but it's so true. Cause I have a feeling that I probably would leave the same, you know, there's going to be a lot of transformation going on inside. So I would definitely love to be in a crowd, sitting somewhere in a crowd, listening to you speak, be one of the, you know, I don't know, maybe that's going to happen soon. I'm very sure about that, but really, yes. you know, what's Corey up to what's going on, you know, how can we, you know, what's going on? I'm sure the listeners want to know, you know, is Corey up to something else? Maybe your next speaking engagement, maybe there's something happening. Who knows? Well, you know, I, I have some things that I'm working on currently now mm-hmm. uh, that what mm-hmm. I will do is, you know, I will, you know, I guess as the time transpire, I will share with mm-hmm. you, and that definitely will be, uh, yeah. you know, whether it be some virtual type things, whether mm-hmm. it be in the, and that's what I'm really going to try to create because, again, you know, speaking, you know, locally, I want to be able to have it where, you know, wherever you at, if you're at home, mm-hmm. that you can be a part of it. So as yeah. as the project that I'm working on, as it progresses, I promise you I will give you an update uh, to open the forum for those who would like to listen in and attend, and I would love, uh, you know, love for you to have an opportunity to hear it. Even, you know, if I do something here in the States, I've been doing a lot of things at universities mm-hmm. uh, with some of the academic institutions. Uh, in terms mm-hmm. of a lot of big workshops, but I really and yeah. truly want to do something much more intimate of a forum to mm. be able to, you know, walk people through 
uh, the three Vs and kind of spend time and talk about each component. And then I just said just to be able to, and I've done that in the past, but I got I've got a project that I'm working on uh, that I want to do from a from a virtual point of view. That um, uh, as I as as you know as more things unfold from that, I'll share that with you. And I would love for your listeners to be a part of that. So. Amazing, amazing. And, you know, just before we wrap this up, you know, I was just going to ask you about the, you know, the three V foundation, the three V's foundation. Yes. Um, you know, so just, just a little bit about it. I mean, what is, I mean, I obviously know what the V's stand for. <laughs> I know what they stand for now, <laughs> right? But, you know, what is the three V's yeah. foundation up to and, you know, what is it about and what are they, what are you doing with these? I mean, what is this foundation, you know, creating and how are they impacting, you know, what is it, what are they up to? Yeah. So the, you know, the 3V foundation started, I had a, a youth program that, you know, I had the yeah. opportunity to work and touch and inspire so many different families, but that's where the whole concept came from, from the mm-hmm. 3V foundation mm-hmm. working with at-risk youth. And that's why I started. Mm-hmm. I, you know, there was a lot of at-risk youth that I worked with, uh, that, you know, I, I found that, you know, just the 3V Foundation to be an inspiration to so mm-hmm. many different individuals. Mm-hmm. So from that, mm-hmm. uh, I came and I like the fact of having an opportunity to be able to speak, uh, whether it be, you know, working and training different youth, working mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. a lot of the teenagers, athletes, having mm-hmm. a, a youth forum to speak with them. Mm-hmm. That's what the 3V mm-hmm. Foundation is all about, you know, inspiring mm-hmm. Uh, touching each individual. So not only is it is it just for youth, but, you know, for young adults too. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what the 3D Foundation has been about. And, you know, I've had the fortune, the great fortune to inspire, to really and truly work with other uh, athletes and other professionals that we have mentored so many uh, young men and so many youth to be a part of this. We've had an opportunity to do things, whether it be out on the football field, uh, mm-hmm. or just, you know, having forums for individuals. So um, that's what the 3D Foundation has been about. And it's been around for quite some time, probably rough, roughly right around since 2009, and it's been wow. very successful. Well, I'm very, very proud of what you're doing. And, and it's amazing because, yes, we have to catch them young, right? <laughs> so um, <laughs> yes. if, 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 if we had, you know, it, and like you said, you know, the more – um, um, mentorship that people get, you know, young young adults and you, teenagers, and you know, get, and you know, the more support they get, the better future that they can have, and they can, you know, build their mm-hmm. characters and build in, and they have a better understanding of how to use the three V's to achieve the things that they want, just like you're doing. So it's been such an amazing time having you here, um, Corey, on the show. And if you're listening, I know that you're on social media and. Um, let me guess, where can people find you on social media if they want to connect with you? And I know that people will connect with you. Um, yes, so they can find me on uh, 3V Court, and that's T-H-R-E-E, mm-hmm. just the letter V and Court on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they can also mm-hmm. connect with me on Facebook. Every week I mm-hmm. give inspirational, mm-hmm. motivational quotes, and uh, mm-hmm. you can just interact with me on either on either forum. So. Yes, well, I follow you, <laughs> so you better follow Corey because I follow him, you know, and I see sometimes I'm like a ghost because I'm always like, you know, in and out, but yes, I, I see them, and there's nothing, sometimes we, you know, you realize sometimes it's just one 
word, right? Just one quote, something that uplifts you or opens your mind or inspires you or keeps you going for the day. We play down some of these things, but they're really important and they've changed. They've known to change lives. So thank you so much, Corey. It's been such an amazing, amazing time having you here on the show. I don't want to let you go, but I have to let you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, I have enjoyed my time. time. Well, same here. And listen, anytime you ever want me to come back, you have my word. I certainly will come back and we'll talk further, but I have enjoyed this. This has been an intimate conversation, and I hope your listeners have enjoyed it as well. So. They, believe me, they have. I'm going to wait for the feedback, and I'll probably share them with you. But I'm so excited, and I would love to bring you back, maybe on a roundtable conversation. You know, sometimes I host those shows, yes. and I have, like, few, like, five, six guests, and we can have a real talk, you know, about so much more. It's been such an amazing amazing time having you here on the show and uh, I hope you have a great day and if you're listening, wherever you're listening from, don't forget to go to Curry's website. Make sure to click his name. Click his name on the show notes or just go to uh, valuesvisionversatility.com and you can get a copy of his book. Make sure to check it out and don't forget to follow him on social media. He's always sharing videos and quotes on Facebook and Instagram. And he's an amazing coach. And who knows? Maybe Coach Curry could help you. So till we come back same time <laughs> next week on Talk Wednesday on the Naked Talk, I've had an awesome, awesome, awesome time hanging out with you all. And I say I love you for listening. Ciao. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.